everybody, and welcome to the club, the Homegirl Club. Club. This is Ja. My name is Ms. Donna. And today, um, we're going to be talking about marriage. It's the final episode of our relationship series. Yes. And we're just bringing it to a close with the final topic Mm -hmm. of marriage. Yes. But before we get into that, um, we're going to do what we normally do and talk about current events and entertainment news. And the beeping in the background is my dishwasher. <laughs> uh, it's ha- it's mid-cycle, and apparently it's from 2007, so I don't know what part of the cycle is in, and it's mm-hmm. just not mid-cycle. I don't know where it is, and if I keep it going, it's just going to be even louder. Yeah. So after the podcast is over, I'll finish doing dishes, guys. At least you know I'm doing dishes. Yeah, yes. So at least you know I'm, I'm Saturday morning. Saturday getting morning, your chores out the way. Saturday morning chores. <laughs> at least you know I'm doing Saturday morning chores. So it's live, guys. This is happening. Well, you know it's live because you're here. So yes. good, good Saturday morning to you. Welcome, welcome. We appreciate you spending your Saturday morning with us. And one of the first things I wanted to talk about is due to the hurricane, everyone was moving in a rush. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you live out in the Tampa area, um, there was some fuel contamination that happened. And apparently um, the people in charge of putting fuel where it's supposed to go accidentally put diesel fuel oh in the unleaded containers oh my gosh. and then you know unknowingly people like you and I went mm-hmm. and filled up our tanks and accidentally mm. put diesel fuel mm. in our tanks mm. um, and they say that a little bit of diesel fuel won't hurt your tank but enough diesel fuel yeah, will yeah. eventually cause your tank to seize up especially if you will cause your engine up. excuse me not your tank will cause your engine to seize up so what they say is that that will potentially be a widespread problem um, through the Florida Gulf Coast. Um, so what will happen is that eventually your car will stop working. working. Yeah. But my question is then, who do you blame? Because I've been in a situation where, like, someone, I've taken my car for an oil change, and they, put, they, they either put the wrong oil in or haven't put oil back in the car. Mm. It takes a couple days to figure it out. The car seizes on me, and now everyone's like, oh, it's not my fault, and now I'm stuck. And I've had to go purchase a new car mm. and still be responsible for the no, damages. They're the actually car. responsible for it. You shouldn't have been responsible for their mistake. Right, but no one will take responsibility exactly. for it. So now, you know, it's saying that, well, while the hurricane was happening, they were suggesting that, you know, you keep your car half full just in case anything happens. But if your engine does seize, then, you know, who takes the hit for that? The ga- well, I won't say the gas company. Well, I guess it'd be the gas company or the people who put in the gas into the. They should be reliable, but like you said, everybody's not going to take the blame for it. That'd be a terrible situation. It will be to get stuck in. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that I've noticed as well is that the cost of living seems to just be getting higher and higher mm-hmm. but our pay doesn't get higher and higher so i found this article mm-hmm. that tells us what the salary a single person needs to get by in every single u.s state mm. so in hawaii 
the living wage for single workers is over $112,000. Oh so if you are single in Hawaii, oh you God, need over $112,000 to live. Could you imagine? Mm -mm. I don't even want to. Could you imagine? <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. In Massachusetts, you need over $87,000 to live. Wow. In California, 80,000. In New York, 73,000. In Alaska, you would need $71,000 to live. Oh my gosh. That's single. So That's not That's just married. Single. Like That's a just couple. Single. That's just single. Uh, we live in Florida. So in Florida, oh the average living wage for a single person is $57,000. Okay. Um, if you live in Georgia, which is the next neighboring state, that would be $49,000. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Um, the cheapest state, I believe, is like Colorado. Let me go to, oh, wait, it's alphabetical. Yeah. If I could spell, I'd be great because Colorado uh -huh. was C's at the top. Oh, no, I lied. Colorado is 59,000. That's still kind of So up that's there. higher than Florida. Alabama is 46,000. Florida's kind of expensive. It is expensive because if Colorado is 59 and Florida is 57. Yeah, it's kind of expensive for people who think that living in Florida is cheap. It's actually kind of not. not Kansas is 47. I wouldn't want to live in Kansas. Michigan though. is 50. Missouri is 47 also. I don't know. Where would you want to live? Oklahoma is 46. What is Texas? Because that's my home. Texas is 50. Oh. Even Utah is 55. Gosh. West Virginia is 47. Yeah. The cheap, well, I guess the cheapest place is 46,000. There's nowhere under 46. You have to make at least 46. But think about it. There's people making 26,000. Ooh, and they're single. So they're and barely they're making it. There's people with families making $26,000. Mm. Like I said, barely making it, yeah. Really making it. That's insane. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. Anybody got any thoughts and comments on that? That's on the crazy annual living for singles? Like, how are we surviving out here? Some people, we have to work two jobs in order to survive. Maybe three. But pay just keeps going up and up. Yeah. So they're barely surviving, even with those two jobs. So like, that's why everyone has to have kudos roommates. to everybody who's out there. Hustling. Everyone has to have roommates. You just can't live yeah. by yourself. Like, yes. that's insane. Yes, ma'am. Uh, something else I found that I thought was funny. Um, in Nebraska, somebody was pulled over driving with a African <laughs> bull. I see that. An African bull in their passenger side. Oh my God. And according, according to their wife, that's normal. That's just what they do all the time. Good morning, Kai. Or, or how do you Good morning. Good morning. Hey, hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, how I was having you? difficulties getting on here, but I'm okay. Good old technology. <laughs> so, how do we feel about people riding around with bulls? In their front passenger seat. Stupid. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. How did he get it in there? That's first of all, I know that had to be a big ass bull. It was a big ass and bull. I, so how the hell and did you get that in your oh, car? Apparently it like outfitted the car for it. It looked like the car is leaning from what I'm looking at. The car is leaning. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
I thought it was like, it could have been like a truck or something. They cut out the roof. Oh gosh. I'm like, they took out the the passenger seat. Yeah, just doing the most. Um, the wife said it's like his best friend. Like they do this all the time. It's not, it's not like a small dog. This thing weighs like tons. That's crazy. Wow. And the car, that's what I'm saying. Thing where you, that's the case. You could have just rented a U-Haul or something or something if you wanted. Like the car looks ridiculous. Well, I don't think it could breathe in the (laughs) U-Haul. Which is probably the point. Man, they ain't open. Oh, they got U-Haul trucks. I'm, I'm saying he probably like, couldn't outfit the U-Haul oh the way gosh. he needed to. Yeah, this so is he just, his personal truck. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. So that's that's my crazy current event. What you got? Okay. Um, good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining um, the Home Girl Club. Um, I just want to talk about. Uh, I, she had the national news, I guess, going on. So I'm just gonna cut, do one local news. I never um, do anything local. I, I did though. I did Tampa. You did. Go That's kind of neighbors, you know, kind of sort of. But um, this one's come straight out of Jacksonville. Are you, uh, if you haven't heard, we did make national attention of the mass shooting that occurred. I think it was last weekend. So I just wanted to talk about um, that uh, they have a relief fund activated to help our community heal after that mass shooting, um, and also for the people who was. Uh, recovering from the hurricane that we also just had, because I don't think it was a hurricane, just a bunch of <laughs> stems and rain and that's it, but continue. <laughs> so I just want to talk about um, that and um, three people did lose their lives. It was an older woman. She was 57. I think it was. It was two younger males. Now, DeSantis said something interesting that I heard the other day about the storm related fatalities. Mm-hmm. He was like, just because you died during the storm doesn't mean it was storm related. Oh my gosh, he just needs to sit down. At this point, it's just like, what is he? Because he was like, so if the storm happened and you died because you went out after the storm and got hit by a branch, like, oh gosh. that's not storm related. But. So, <laughs> what is it related to then? I don't know. That's I mean, just like, make it make sense. That's what he said. So, yeah, just make it make sense. I mean, that's our good old governor. I'm just saying. But thank you to the Duval community for activating that um um that relief fund. He might be our president. I hope not. Just let's get out and vote and make sure he's not. But that's all the news I just wanted to talk about is that uh, the First Coast Relief Fund it has been activated. That's just to help out you know the families of the ones that was lost in that mass shooting. Um, so we're just going to continue to pray for those families as well. Do you have any entertainment news? Because um, I have one, but it's related to the topic today. So whenever we get into that, oh, we can get in, we can get into the topic right okay, now. Okay, let's. But go. before we get into the topic real yes, fast, uh, let's lead into the topic. So yes, um, closing out our relationship series, we started with dating. Um, yes. we did the ladies' perspective. Um, then we went into the men's side. We did. It was um, very good. And, you know, come to find out, as we all knew, we really have different perspectives. We're saying yes. the same thing, but different at the same time. Right. Um, and then we, where do we go from there? From the men's? Yeah. For the men's, we did the, um, gosh, was it the singles? Where did we go? No, we had the women's. We had the Oh, then men's. we did different styles different of dating. Different styles of dating. Yeah. That's then we did different. Like, hold on. We act like we've been doing this a long time. Yeah. <laughs> like, we started, so bear with us. So, yes, ladies. <laughs> than the different styles style of, of dating. Because um, it is a lot of different styles of dating. People date differently. And, yes. You know, if you don't know what you want, 
then you don't know what you're getting. And now we're wrapping it all up with, with marriage, but marriage. not just marriage, you know, because marriage also includes divorce for some people. Yes. Separation. So, you know, separations yes. as well. So, you know, so we're going to dive into all of that mm-hmm. today and just finish that all up. So yes, yes. go ahead and use the call in feature. If you want to go ahead and, you know, add your two cents, add your quarter. Mm-hmm. Everyone's opinion is valuable. Even if you're single, you know, you have opinions on marriage too. Exactly. And you know, you, we've yeah. all been conditioned to feel a certain kind of way of marriage, about marriage, even if you've mm-hmm. been divorced or mm-hmm. even engaged, you know, we've all been conditioned to feel a certain kind of way about it. So let's go ahead and jump and let's jump in on it. Um, first I'm going to go ahead and define marriage. This is not my definition of marriage. Mm-hmm. This is Britannica's definition of marriage. As a legally and socially sanctioned union, usually, but we know not always, between a man and a woman that is regulated by laws, rules, customs, beliefs, and attitudes that prescribe the rights and duties of the partners and accord status to their offspring, if any. So that's what marriage is. It's legally and socially sanctioned union between two people. Um, that is regulated by the laws, rules, customs, and beliefs mm-hmm. um, that basically tell people how to act and how to move in that partnership. Um, so do we all subscribe to that general theory as a whole? Do we all agree? Um, I guess. I'm I mean, just, a, just as a general platform, yeah, moving forward. Yeah, moving, moving forward, forward in this yeah. conversation. Like, yeah. we can just use that as a general. Yes. General consensus of marriage. So then with that moving forward, what would we say are general qualifications to get married? Because like I knew growing up as a Catholic, right, as a Roman Catholic, um, there were certain things I had to do to get married. Like I had to, there were certain steps, like I had to go through my communion. Well, I had to be baptized. I had to go through my communion. I had to do my confirmation. Um, there was marriage counseling I had right. to go through through the church. Yeah. You know, like I had to have my boyfriend. I had to go through these certain steps. I couldn't be pregnant before I had to be married. I wasn't supposed to engage in premarital sex. You know, there were like these certain things right. that I had to right. do before I led up to being married. Not to say that I followed right every rule, exactly. but I did follow about 97% of them 97%. before I actually stepped into that marital yeah. situation. Uh, how about you? I grew up because I'm, I'm I grew up differently. Um, I'm non-denominational, but I grew up to. I mean, because I, my parents, they, they, they knew. Yeah, I guess they knew each other, but they were. My mom was pregnant before her and my dad got married, but they were always raised in a church. So my views is kind of like because now we live in a different generation where people have kids, then they get married. I guess they want to see if it's going to work with the kids and being financially stable it's just like different steps to me because i'm currently engaged um currently got engaged and congratulations we are still figuring it out should i say we still figure it out say thank you (laughs) we're still figuring it out still figuring it out honestly um but thank you Out and we just want to be, you know, financially stable because 
you know, you always say, well, you got to go to marriage counseling. You got to do this. You got to do that. Hey, I have four kids. So all that before you do I don't pass all team. I don't pass all that. So you do and I always said to myself, I don't I always said that I didn't want to be married though. That that was me. But as I grew older, now I see some people views change as far as being married. Some people don't even want to be married. If you've been married once, some people don't even want to go back to being married. That's true. You know, because from their marriage, they it, it, their first marriage wasn't crap. So they were like, I don't even want to do that again. Those are facts. Those are facts. Actually, that's a statistic that I read since we're there. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it says that 64% of men would actually get remarried um, and 50, 52% yeah, of women, women would get remarried. So more men would get, get remarried, remarried than, than women. women would get remarried. And, that, and I think that is true. And I think because uh, women carry the hurt longer. Yes. And uh, some it women long, be, It takes women longer to heal from that situation. And some women be in like an abusive relationship mm-hmm. to where they only want to go back to the point where their first marriage was an abusive marriage. So they think if they get into that another situation like that, then that's so totally agree with that. Um, would we say that marriage is real? Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah. I would say it's real because I know some people who've been married for over or is 50 it, or years. Or is it just a concept, a, con- a construct, just a piece of paper? Well, the piece, I think the piece of paper don't even matter. It's that if you genuinely love someone and committed to that person, that paper shouldn't even matter. But the law, I guess the law requires you to have a piece of paper. Like, can you consider yourself married without the paper? Yeah, because some people, um, what they call it, um, partners now. But domestic partnership? Yes, because some people been together since they've been in school and probably like 50, 60 years old, and they've been together for that long, kids and everything, and just they've never been married. So you really don't, don't even matter if you're married or not. Should you have a ceremony at least? Then you want everybody in your business. Okay, a, a celebration? <laughs> some celebration people just don't even, it, I mean, I feel different about it, but some people just don't even want, they just like, we fine. I don't hear people say, we fine. See, I, like, so I did you the You had whole, the big white yeah, fairy tale. I did the fairy tale. I did the whole horse drawn carriage. Of course. Um, you know, the Cinderella moment, yes. you know, the swordsman and the grills, the violinist in Central Park at the fountain. Uh, my wedding lasted longer than the actual marriage. That's what I was just going to add. I was like, was it worth it? Was um, all that worth it? Like I, the fairy tale? You know, I will say this though. Yes, because I don't know if I ever, ever would have lived yeah. that moment okay. again. Okay. You know, like I lived that once and I've never lived that moment since. So I don't know if, if it hadn't been for that moment, if I ever would have lived that fairy tale moment ever in life. So for what it was worth, mm-hmm. yes. yes. Okay. For what it was, it was worth, worth yes. absolutely. Because now you don't yes. know if you want I can always look at back at those pictures right? and feel like a princess right. at that okay. moment. Perfect. You know, like I can always look back and see that dress. I can always look back and see see my family gathered at that yes. moment. Everybody was there for me at that moment. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? For, yeah. for so for that experience, yes. yes. Okay. The experience okay, was amazing. amazing. Like okay. I will always live. Well, for at least that you moment. got the memory. Yes. Oh yes. Like yes. when people stopped in yeah. Central Park to watch me walk through. It was all about you. It was all Central 
park it. Okay. Like, yeah, I know that's it. right. Walk yes. it. Like when I watch a movie and I'm like, yes, I got married at that fountain. Yes, bitch. Okay. <laughs> I was married at that fountain. That, yes. Like good. I live for that. Okay. Yes. However, comma. However. However, comma. Was it necessary? Probably not. not. Could I could I have used that money for something else? Probably yes. Most likely. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Now, to be honest, I didn't pay for most of it. Yeah. Well, I'm saying because my dad chipped in, my mom did a lot of it, um, his family covered a lot of it. Okay. So, like personally, him and I didn't come out of pocket. Okay. For a lot. So of yes, it. it was worth it. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was definitely yeah. worth it. Yeah. Like our families did. Right. Our families did what they were supposed, supposed to, to do. Everybody you know what came I'm saying? Together Everybody came together for that moment. For yeah. that moment, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So like it was every, it was everything it was supposed to be. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, was it necessary? Not at all. Like looking back, like now I would definitely just go to a courthouse. Yeah. That's how I want to do it. It's, I'd rather just, I'll probably have like a small reception where my friends and stuff can come and just be a part of like the reception and stuff. But hi, yeah. Heather. Good morning, Heather. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How do you feel about the whole wedding situation? Oh, I heard you say get married in a courthouse, and that that triggered that for me. <laughs> How come? So I got married very, very young. I was, and I got. Well, wait, you were you were putting out. How old were you? Um, but my marriage was. I was twenty. Okay. Um, I was married for eight years together for 12. Um, so I knew when I was standing at the altar in the courthouse that I didn't want to get married. Oh, but we got married for insurance reasons. So my view on marriage now is completely different than it was, you know, 15, 20 years ago. So, um, for me personally, I don't, it's not that I don't believe in marriage. I just believe in partnership. So I don't know if I would ever legally get married. Um, I think that I would just do it as still as being a Christian woman. I think that I would just do it as a covency in front of my friends and family without mm-hmm. the legal documentation. Yeah, I, I agree that's with what that. I was, that's what I, I was just going to say when she came on. That's exactly what I was saying. I agree with that, yeah. I agree with that. Um, just question, when you say partnership, what do you mean? Um, I would say when I was married, it wasn't partnership. It was like, women do this, men do that. Mm-hmm. And I spent all of my 20s raising my kids and not doing anything for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I never took care of myself. Right. I was always cleaning, taking care of kids. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't hold up to that standard husband, it wasn't enough. Right. So um, we did the whole so housewife thing. Right. So for me, like, I want somebody that, you know, we both work, we both mm-hmm. take care of the house, we both take care of the kids, mm-hmm. like, and it's making sure that self care is still number one, and we're both still working on each other, but we can still come together as. Yeah, one, and that's part of mental too. That's, and that also goes with mental yeah. as well. <laughs> we Absolutely. On our mental episode, but yeah, because that will get you mentally. Yeah, that partnership is emotionally super, yeah. super important. It's very important. So going along with that partnership and going along with 
because you mentioned also being de- um, married at an early age and I was also I wasn't married at an early age but this leads into my next and we've obviously both been divorced mm-hmm. how do we feel like being in these situations and leading into divorce and then the stigma of being divorced I feel like being a divorced woman it defines you like I feel like I still carry even like I've been divorced for five years now and I still feel like label of saying divorce saying a single woman that's 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 insane because I've been divorced for almost 18 and I still feel like I carry that label right that's insane because like you know even though he's he's divorced also he doesn't have to carry that divorced label yeah you know he doesn't have to women carry the most right and everywhere I go it's just everyone even though I'm single, I'm still yeah, the divorced, divorced one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and everywhere I fill out an application, why is that a question? Whether I'm right. single or divorced, and I don't get just get to mark single. Like, why does it matter? I'll be quite honest. Like, when they ask that question, I always still put single, even though it's kind of mm-hmm. like shame mm-hmm. that I don't want to answer it, honestly. So I just feel like we, we wear all these... Uh, for me, it's like tattoos that are imported, embedded on my body as I can't remove them. And it, as a woman, like we, we carry all these different sh- shames and, and I don't understand like why men don't have to. Is marriage mm-hmm. supposed to be happy? I believe it can be if you're with the right person. Yeah. Like what are the upsides totally to marriage? I believe, like, if you're truly with your soulmate, then you're going to be genuinely happy. Like, you can work through anything. You can have fun together and do stuff right. together and like, just live your life, you know? Uh, Shekana, you're still with, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Go ahead, chime in, because mm-hmm. I've seen you and your husband. Yeah, marriage, it, it's not happy, and I hate, I'm sorry, I'm pretty sure I'm younger than everyone on this call. And I didn't like the fact that people like I grew up with my parents not being married. So people telling me, oh, they're happily married. They're happily married. And then I see people around me getting divorced. It it kind of blew me and it's weird. But now that I'm married, I see that marriage isn't it's not 100 percent happy. It's not 50 percent happy. Some days are 70 and some days are 20 days. You're just trying to make it. So, no, it's not happy. It's just where you and your person decide that you're going to be mm-hmm. and what you're willing to work through with that person. Um, would you say that working through it is the toughest part of the job? Um, It is because at the end of the day, like you want to stand on what you want to stand on, but you have to compromise for somebody else like. Like, we've known each other. You knew me prior to me being engaged and prior to me getting married. You knew I did not want a wedding. Right. So having those, having those people at that church, well, at the place that we had it, to see me, I was already, that was like high-level anxiety for me. But because I loved him enough that that wasn't something I wasn't willing to just be like, no, we're going to break up simply because I don't want to have a big wedding. I don't want to have a wedding at all. I want to go to the courthouse. 
Like, that was a hard compromise for me. It was. It was. That whole day was a big compromise for you. Right. Like, how did you feel after after you went through the whole ceremony and the how did you feel afterwards? I mean, it was it was okay. Like, I look back on it, and I just be like, okay, these are gorgeous pictures. Like, I absolutely love it. I, if, if I could, I probably wouldn't change it or mm-hmm. stuff like that. But because my was not for me, mm-hmm. my whole ceremony from the time I walked in to the time we walked out was 11 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in and out. out. <laughs> yeah. Let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that was and that was probably a big compromise for him because we did put a lot of money, like we paid for our wedding ourselves. So we did get like small help. <laughs> yeah, she did. But we did get like small help from our parents here and there, but majority of that cost we ate it together. And that was a I know that was a huge compromise for him to just be like Girl, we standing up here, and you want to only be up here for less than ten minutes? Mm. Come on, now. but that was a that was something that we both agreed on. I agreed on the wedding, and he had to agree on something on his part. Okay, which essentially that's what it should. That's what the partnership is—a compromise, right? Mm-hmm. It is someone you're willing to compromise with. Okay, Heather, I have a question for you, Heather. Um, I know you say you been divorced now I know you say you have kids how was your kids impacted by the divorce because some people going through like a divorce they have to you know sit down and tell their kids hey mommy and daddy's not gonna make it but you know we're still a happy family how did how were your kids impacted by it um well my my kids were older okay so I have a beyond mature I have a 13 year old that's going on 30 so (laughs) like when I first got divorced my daughter tried to hook me up with anybody and everybody even the old man at the grocery store oh good uh, right so for me my daughter is like you can't talk to nobody oh gosh that's kids right but my kids are I'm still like me and my ex-husband, we are better as friends than we were as a married couple. Okay. So we get along very well. And after we got divorced, we still like our co-parenting was so strong that we were still able to go and do things together as a family. Okay. Like we would go and do movie nights or we would go to adventure landing together. Like okay. we wanted our kids to still feel safe, even though mom and dad wasn't together anymore. Okay. So even to this day, we're still like really good friends. He has a girlfriend he's about to move in with, and we're just very supportive of each other's decisions. Mm -hmm. So my kids, like we still do Christmas together. We do Thanksgiving together. Like it's, it's a very healthy co-parenting for the kids. That is so funny because I will text my ex-husband and he'll be like, who's this? And I'm like, (laughs) really? Really? (laughs) Our kid is like 17 going on 18. Like, what do you mean? Who's like, we live across the street from each other. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Who's this? And then I'll text him who it is. And then I get no response back. Right. (laughs) Like, really? Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. 
Insane. Do you guys know that Puerto Rico has the lowest marriage and divorce rates? You think that has to do with the weather? <laughs> no. Because because it's so nice over there. Right. And they can just go out and just have a good old day. Good and old Alaska, Alaska and Utah have the highest marriage rates. Do you think Utah because of all the polygamy? Probably. Because baby, you know they marry children, sisters, brothers, cousins. All the sister wives. <laughs> Yes. And Idaho and Arkansas, or Kansas, mm-hmm. have the highest divorce rates. Oh. Maybe because there's nothing to do and they're just Probably. Probably should have went to a fun state. What, what would be a fun state? <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Vegas! I'm surprised Vegas don't have the highest divorce rates. <laughs> right? Because everybody go to Vegas again. I'm get surprised married. Vegas don't have the highest divorce rate now that you say that. Yeah. That's insane. Um, Kai. Yes. Did I say it right? What makes a healthy marriage? Um, communication is big. Um, not allowing other people into your relationship mm-hmm. is big. That's a big one. Yes. And when know. you say when you say communication, do you feel um that you should be able to communicate about anything with your partner? Hi, Eric. Um, yes, I, I think so. But yeah, I talk to, I talk to my husband about everything. I don't even care what it is. It could be girl talk. It could be just family talk. It could be anything. And I'm going to talk to my husband about it. Are you able to talk to him about him? Uh, yes. Mm. Yeah. It takes a minute because those are things you have to, like, think about because, number one, you don't want the other person to get angry when you say it, so they become non-receptive of what you're saying, and you don't want it to seem like you're attacking them. So it's more thought out when I communicate to him about it, but it is, I will talk to him about him. And how does, how does he receive that? For the most part, it is, it goes really great. We've had our times when it hasn't gone great, but, you know, we made it. So I just feel like anything, we'll be able to make it through just about anything. How do you recover from the times when it doesn't go so great? Um, We just kind of take a moment and come back to it. Mm Mm-hmm. So is there a, is there an understanding like we're in this for the long haul even when we're not cool we're still cool? Um yeah, I it there is an understanding. His father his father, my father-in-law, he was the one who actually married us. So we did our marriage counseling with him and I told him and I told Jordan, I told my family, I will be widowed but I will never be divorced. Mm. So Y'all can visit me behind bars, but I don't care. I will never be divorced. Why will you never be divorced? Because I'm going to take him out. Like, don't waste my time. Don't right. waste my time. Time is valuable. I, feel I can't get that. it back. Yes. I'm and I'm, I was still young. The streets were still calling. So, yeah, no. We're in it now forever. The streets were still calling. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there, is this, there's, 
is there this perception that for women, once you get married, you lose value? And okay, in what way are you saying like? Like, you know, cause some, there, like, uh, what's his name? Kevin Samuels? Yeah. Um, Kevin yes. Samuels. He was like on this thing, like, you know, women, like we're damaged goods out here mm-hmm. in these streets. And, you know, like, you know, once we're touched by men, yeah. we pretty much lose value out here. Oh, so God. is there this thing, like, you know, once we've been with men, now we've lost value. So once we've been claimed out here and oh, now we're released again, have we lost value? Do we subscribe to that theory? That's my question. I I heard that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching this video on this Dr. Tally on TikTok and he said that um if we want to compare ourselves to vehicles, how many like um say we're an Acura, but how many Acuras do you see? They're very popular cars. Um, do you want to be an Acura or do you want to be a Benz that you don't see very much? Because the value of a car, the more you test drive it, because it decreases. Right. And he compared it to um, if a hundred, say a hundred people test drove a Benz at twenty miles. That's two thousand miles. Do you think it's the value of it decreases? And he was comparing it to women and dating. And it really opened my mind because it was like, no, he doesn't think that women should date that much. But how many men do it? Right. So. (laughs) Right. So that was my question. Like once once now we've been taken off the market and now we're thrown back out there. You know, now are we damaged goods? Um, I think it is a I think it's a 50 50 thing because we all know someone that has come out of a relationship and they're like bitter, hateful. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to make everybody else feel like them. So yes, some people do come out as damaged because like they're not great and they do stuff that just makes them seem damaged. And, but there are some people who you gain a lot from what you learned while you was with someone. And then you're able to put that into another like you take your lessons and you're able to give and change and do what you have to do to make someone else happy. Girl, we have this one person who like every time comes on this show, makes our podcast sound like a man bashing show. Girl. Like <laughs> for real? I'm like, dang, this is not no man bashing show now. Just let, let's, let's get it on now. But we love our men. Uh, we don't want <laughs> every time. And that is one of like the people we are talking about. Like, no, we don't. every situation turns into Ooh. a mad bashing situation. Oh my gosh. And yes. it is just insane. Absolutely insane. Um, any married men on here listening? If so, we'd love to hear your comments because we've had a lot of the women talking. We'd love to hear some of your opinions. Um, radio. Radio. Um, go ahead and Call in and let us know some of your opinions on marriage and if what you hear from the ladies is correct. Agreeable and yes. If you're amenable, I wish I could call in. All right. So, um. Whoa. Who's this? This is, uh, Jordan. Oh, hey, Jordan. 
What's going on, ladies? He's like, hold on. I know, <laughs> know you was here. Welcome. Welcome. I was with an earshot. I was. I should have uh, known. Yeah. Should have known. And the damaged good situation popped up. Um, now I, I wasn't one who like just watched Kevin Samuels all the time, but he would occasionally pop up on my social media and I would listen to what he has to say because most times, he has an interesting point of view. Not saying he's right, but he has an interesting point of view. Now, in most cases, when I watched him, he will always be talking about these ladies that will be, uh, have these outlandish expectations for the man they want, but they don't have their, but they don't, if, if that man decides that, hey, you're not, what's what, how I want to say this? A lot of people. A lot, a lot of you don't times gotta be different. politically correct on here. I know. I'm just saying. It's, 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 I want to say it correctly. It's a double standard a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Oh they, yeah. It, it, and and it's, it, women have been caught multiple times on different podcasts uh, with situations like, "Hey, I want the man to be this, this is this is this," but when a man decides to have the same expectations, there's something wrong with that. Oh, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, That's like someone so, asked me one time, like, are you what the man you want wants? I have to be like, oh, exactly. shit, you right. Deep. You right. Like, let me yeah. get my ass in the gym. <laughs> you right. And uh, also, and, and before I actually get into the uh, the whole, does women lose value? I saw a post yesterday that really spoke to me. It said, and there's a woman that made the post. It says, how you treat your body shows how much you respect yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I took it into myself and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what do I feed myself on a daily basis? Not just like with food, but spiritually, uh, mentally, what I, what am I doing to my body? Uh, but, but going, going back to the, get back on topic, the women, women don't really lose value. I, I understand how some people may see it like that, but I don't, me personally. Yeah, you've gone through what you've gone through, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have lost value. Okay, uh, maybe the person that you may be talking to at the time may not see you in that light. Okay, that's that person. Find somebody that sees you for you, like somebody who likes you for you. Mm. So, like I told, like I told Shakana, she is really beautiful, but what drew me to her more than anything was her personality and her spirit like it just it was that before and and like that she's still beautiful and i said you being beautiful is and a great addition to that you being sexy is a great addition to that but it's not just about looks it's more than looks because looks fade they do looks go away as age comes you know i mean black don't crack but i'm just saying you know Still, uh, eventually, age is gonna change, and people change as you go through relationships as well. So, yeah, when I when I when I got married to her, I was marrying my best friend. I mean, I'm I wasn't I'm not too sure on like that whole soulmate thing because I mean soulmates like I've learned that a soulmate can can be. Did you say you were married to your best friend? Yes. You were married before Jordan. Do you want? Oh my God! I said I'm married to my best friend. That's oh, you're saying. married to your best friend. Oh, wait. Okay. All right. I, all right. I was like, wait a minute. Did I miss a whole chapter in your life? Yeah, she was over here 
Like she worked with you, she know that. But yeah, so with me marrying my best friend, like she says, like divorce is not even on the table. Like my my our thing is we gonna work through everything regardless. And I may not like when she comes to me to talk about me. Like okay, I have to. I've learned over through the years that okay, when it comes to a conversation about me, that I need to look at this and take my emotions out of it. Like okay, no matter what she says out of her mouth, I need to take my emotions, set them to the side, and listen to exactly what she needs. Because what a woman needs, or even what a man needs, is going to change throughout the years that y'all are together. Mm-hmm. One day she may need you to help. To make, we all get married. She may not not need you to help around the house or cook or clean. But you know what? As she gets older, she's probably going to want your help around the house to cook and clean. My my guy, you know, hey, you know, as a woman, all right, cool. You, dude, I'm, I'm gonna take it a little X rated. Would cool, you say at, that the foundation to any good marriage is a solid friendship? Absolutely. So before anything else, like, because I, I hear you say a lot, like, you know, you married your best friend. So before anything else, your foundation needs to be like that solid friendship. Because mm-hmm. without that, then you don't, then you don't have, have anything. anything. Yeah. Because you want to take yeah. care of your friend before anything, anything else. else. Yeah. Yeah. Because one thing my dad always, when, when I was going through the dating stages, my dad always told me, be your friend first. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because even if you guys decide to break up, you can always go back to being friends. Yeah. Where versus you, you, you just go off of love and dove and love is, there's a thin line between love and hate, as we all know. So, I mean, that can easily turn, I hate you, you know, but when you start with a friendship base, you know, you get to know that person, not for, not for the sake of, I want to. thinking about it, that's probably why my ex-husband and I are the way we are, because we were never friends. Yeah. We were never friends. We were only boyfriend and girlfriend. We were never friends. We shared interests, but we were never actually friends. And that's why he's like, you phone who this? Like even even when you look at social media, like all of like, because certain certain young younger couples understand it because they'll get to the um you, you'll see them on social media laughing together, joking around together, talking about each other. Even there's a couple, there's a white couple on I think Instagram or TikTok, whichever one, and they literally play tr- play pranks on each other of dropping like shaving cream mixed with water. Oh or whatever. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that that whole thing is funny. Me and my wife died. I mean, granted, me and her would never play pranks like that, but that's just fun for them. I like it that they have that type of fun. A lot, of can't, a lot of people can't say in a relationship that they can have fun with their spouse. Like most times, and you hear this with, with the girls that talk about the boys that want to hang out with their friends all the time. You know, Heather you can, just mentioned that too, that her and her ex are really great friends mm-hmm. and they still do things with their kids and stuff like that. That's really great. actually admirable. Um, I have my friend, my cousin and her ex are actually like that also. They have a great relationship and I try to model my relationship after that, not realizing that that was the important piece, that they were friends mm, before it all started, yeah. before they actually, and they worked oh, really yeah. hard on building that friendship sure. yeah. and that my ex and I never worked on that, yeah. that friendship piece. So this is really eye-opening yeah. actually that that friendship piece was actually missing yes. for us yeah. and and that's a good years, key to a relationship. Yeah, 18 years down show. the line, realizing that him and I were never friends. They're free and I'll, throw, I'll throw another one in there for y'all. I said, so there's a couple things that Shekinah does, a certain thing that I do, 
that kind of helped that friendship along. Like, for instance, you guys, well, uh, Santos, you know, I don't do horror. She kind of right. loves horror. But we took her to Hollow Scream for, uh, is it Hollow Scream? Yeah, Hollow Scream for her birthday. I went That's to go fine. watch, uh, what's that one movie? Uh, The Boogeyman. Took her to, on a date to, to watch The Boogeyman. That was so we could get the Spider-Man cup. <laughs> But we still like go watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all 50-50 for the boogeyman. But we watched the go watch boogeyman. Um, I I watched the other movie that we was watching. Oh, for uh, Megan, we watched that Megan movie uh, mm. together. And but at the same time, she also comes back around and plays stuff like she plays Call of Duty with me. She plays other games with me, video games. I mean, she has her own video game console because I bought it for her now. So that way she can play whatever game she wants. But she can play, she plays those games with me. And I just started playing this game called Apex Legends. And she doesn't really like the game, but if I say, hey, would you like to be a third? <laughs> I said, could you be a third for me? And for me, our, our uncle Alvin, she'll like, yeah, I'll play, you know, and we'll just play that for a couple times until she gets tired of playing. Uh, but you know, like I said, it's it's a it's a give and take type of situation. If you want so, if you want to get somebody interested into what you like, you know, introduce it softly. Hey, look, hey, you know, try to let's do this, let's do this. Hey, how about we do this? Doesn't matter. Just be open to what the other person wanted to do. That's awesome. So what I'm hearing is like marriage, foundation, great friendship. Friendship is the key. Compromise. Yep. Um, working together communication and being open to what the other person is interested in i have a question is respect a, a key Ooh. into a relationship like do it go both ways as far as women and men like is respect a major priority in a relationship uh, um <laughs> okay. the reason why we're laughing is because so I feel like she kind of respects me. <laughs> like, oh, I got a little. That <laughs> started there, huh? With that respect word. No, it's, it's, it's just like if okay, so I I, I know she kind of respects me. At, at the same time, if you probably walk in and look at our normal, normal, normal day to day. Interactions, you be like, dang, she don't respect him at all. Like the way, he, like she be talking to him real crazy. Like, but it's like it's that's just her. That's just it, it, gives, it gives off big dog, little dog energy. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I'm guilty of that too. I'm guilty. Well, so, I'm because I, so I know I'm, I'm guilty. With I, because that. of who I am, like I'm like, all right, cool. I can easily go back and forth and try to give off that big big dog energy. But you know, I've 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 been raised. Around the grandfather who we obviously know he runs that house. However, cause he, he's been a uh, merchant seaman for as long as I've been alive and longer than that. But, uh, and so he's actually about to retire soon. But, um, and my grandmother, she would yell around the house, yell at him, yell at if anything ain't right. Like she yell at him about having all these projects around the house. Mind you, all of it, all he's doing is fixing up the house and making it look better. But she has a problem with him starting one, not finishing that one, and starting another. And so she'll be yelling around the house. But he make all the big big money in the house. So I mean, I feel like he do what he wants to. But like I said, it, it, if you look at them two, you would think 
that she's the big dog in that situation, but he's like when he puts his foot down, when he decides to say something, she knows, hey, look, all right, cool. I, I'm taking it too far. What is it? Uh, was it speak silent, walk with the big mm. stick? What is, what is that old? I don't old even know saying. that old saying. I don't want to give wrong culture credit and insult the correct culture, so I'm not going to give credit right. to anybody. But whoever said it, you know who you are. Um, and with that, we want to thank everybody. Um, Donna, go ahead and let everyone know where they can find us. Thank you guys again for joining us. Um, you can find us on TikTok, um, the Homegirl Club, and you can also follow us on Instagram at the underscore homegirl underscore club 23. Our next series is going to be, we're going to be talking about sex. Yes. And we're going to be talking about yes. sex in different countries, <laughs> um, different sex positions. Uh, it's going to be a whole series on oh, sex. Please. So make if sure you guys want to join. We would love to hear something married. One. Yes, married sex, boring yes. sex, fun sex, single sex, all that kind of sex, um, <laughs> sex toys, yes, all that jazz. So make sure you tune in. Um, send us an email at thehomegirlclub at gmail.com. And as always, 